Welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly, and this is your Saturday, April 9th edition, episode 56 of Coming Up Roses. Happy April, everybody. Yep, April is finally here. Spring is sprung. Weather's being all weird, but uh, you know, what are you going to do? Spring break has broken, mm-hmm. finally. Yeah. It broke before me, so that's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> You're, you've got a whole week off. I've got most of the week off. Yeah, a little snafu there. We had a whole week. We yeah, but then my schedule week. changed and I goofed up, so mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. It'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. So, we went on a little adventure. This morning, to do something different, because, you know, th- this week we're going to try to be adventurous. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how adventurous we're going to... Yeah. Our, our definition of adventurous is, you know, different than probably most people. Yeah. So Kelly uh, has been following this uh, donut truck. Not like she's not in the car. Stalking behind. it. Uh, she's following him on Facebook and uh, has been real curious about it. It's a local business. What's the name of it? Classic. Classic Donuts. Yeah. So she decided today we'll drive out and you know she found out give where they were going to be and give it a try. It's a good good little adventure. They were out at the Ocean View, and uh, it was a nice little drive. Uh, and then uh, we right you know, on the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little area. Uh, Norfolk is a little weird. I, I don't spend a whole lot of time in Norfolk, but it's kind of a weird mixed bag of, like, here's government housing across the street from folks that obviously have a ton of money. So. Well, I think Norfolk has been revitalizing Ocean View. Yeah. And for a long time, Ocean View didn't have the greatest of reputations. Yeah. And so... I mean, they're trying to spruce the city up, and mm-hmm. so they're, it looks as though, and, and honestly, it's probably the first time I've ever been past Little Creek Road in, mm-hmm. in whatever I can remember. But yeah, it's really expensive-looking homes next to, like, really not expensive-looking places. It's an interesting, eclectic mix Yeah. of shops and people which i guess is good that's what you want you want a mix of everything and and it's a lot more the ratio to you know canned places like mcdonald's and uh i guess chain places to uh you know locally owned Mm -hmm. is in favor of the locally owned there which is nice it's very nice okay so oh is this where you're going we i said hey let's go Mm -hmm. I've been I've been kind of craving trying these classic donuts. Um, if you're in the area, it's classic with a K. Follow them on Facebook. A little expensive, but you know it's not something you do all the time. But anyway, found the little food truck out in front of this little coffee shop on First View Street. Yeah, which the little shopping center that that's in. It's across from a shopping center that's got like a grocery mart and, and a, um, I think it was a Wendy's or whatever. Uh, no, yeah, whatever it was. But Details next to the matter. coffee shop was a comic book shop, which I thought was interesting. You don't see very many of those nowadays. And I like a, obviously a locally owned nail shop. Right. So I said, hey, wow, well, you know, we're you're getting donuts. Let's just get our morning coffee from this little coffee shop. Yeah. So that was Kevin comes back to the car. <laughs> the donuts we got... They have a, like a two, two, two package. Two glazed, two strawberry glazed, two cinnamon sugar. $12.50 for six donuts, which I was just like, holy 
crap, but worth it because the yeah. donuts are like they're very. You big really donuts. can't eat more than one donut. And they're really. When we talked about Freddy's donuts and how good the consistency was, the crispy and soft. They've, like they've got really it nailed there. Too. Yeah, yeasty donuts. Anyway, so Kevin comes back and he was like, "The donuts." It just, what? It just occurred to me that this is the second time we're reviewing donuts on our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Kevin gets back in the car with the two cups of coffee, and he goes, "The donuts were twelve fifty. I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "The coffee was twelve dollars," and. That is the size coffee cup. Two of these. Two. Two. That's, That's the, the name, name of the, the little place. Um, In comparison, because we the coffee was we not. Did, we didn't it. like it. <laughs> this is five dollars at. We, well, then we went to Starbucks because neither one of us could drink the other coffee, and we spent less at Starbucks for twice as much coffee. So for people who say Starbucks is overpriced, yeah, your little um, independent coffee shops are, I guess they have to be. I mean, it's not like you're walking into a 7-Eleven and getting coffee. Yeah. So if you're going for fancy coffee. A lot of um, hipsters. Anyway, so we really liked the donuts, really did not like the coffee. Yeah. So we ended up back at Starbucks for our coffee. But it got us to thinking about, oh, then coming back. From there, we went a different route, and we ended up getting, like, there was a road closure, and so we turned, and we ended up in a part of Virginia Beach that, as a near-lifelong resident of Virginia Beach, I don't think I'd ever been in. I have definitely never been in. And, um, we were not quite sure (laughs) how to get out of there. We, yeah, I'm not going to get into the details because I'm sounding like an idiot, but it was was right off of Chesapeake Bay and the, you know... Lynn Haven Inlet and all. Really, really pretty. Yeah, the houses um, were all very nice. Not like crazy money nice, but nice. I'm sure they're crazy money nice. There probably is crazy money. The thing I re- re- uh, realized, and I, and I guess it's a nece- like, like not a necessity there, was like usually you go into so many super nice neighborhoods with the super rich people is that they all have manicured yards. Like that neighborhood behind the vet, they yeah. all have like manicured yards. This place did not have well, a lot of manicured Well, these people, but they're yards. right on the water. They, they literally right can the put water. their boats in the water right in their backyard. They and don't have much of a front after. yard. Yeah. The houses weren't huge, but I bet you they were. They were probably very immaculate expensive. inside. Yeah. Just the location. It yeah. may probably makes them really expensive. And they probably have a natural safety because there is only one way in and out. What are you going to do, rob the place and then get in the car and drive away? Yeah, I'm sure there's not much crime yeah. in that area. But um, it was, was kind of nice. It got us to thinking about the neighborhoods and, um, you know, this, the area of Virginia Beach that I went to high school in was in the wealthier end of town. And my family was not. We rented a house, my, you know, in the neighborhood probably the furthest distance <laughs> But still in that school zone. Um, but our neighborhood now is a good mix. Mm-hmm. of. Um, I would say the neighborhood we live in now is a... There's a lot of comings and goings with military people. Yeah. Because we're very, very close to the... Um, Oceana, yeah. Oceana uh, Master. Yeah, we have a few rental whatever. houses around us. Yeah, there's probably a lot of rental houses in here. Yeah. 
our in house and the house next to ours behind us here uh, are and the one in the cul-de-sac and the one in the cul-de-sac they were originally built by the, this used to be all farmland and they were originally built for the farmers daughters and they moved the houses here from when they built I they guess, were closer to general booth yeah. originally and they moved them back and they because they built general booth right so they move them here. Whatever. I don't know the That's specific the, history. This is when we, when your dad would have been great if he was sitting here with us. Um, but they moved them here, and then they have all these smaller houses built around us. So that kind of stings a little bit because when they do assessments, I guess it helps us with the taxes though because we're assessed off of those houses. Yeah, but value. The, our neighborhood is strange. When we first looked at this house, when we turned into the neighborhood. I immediately was like these houses are going to be too small for what we're looking for. Because um, the houses toward the front of our neighborhood are... Dink. They're not dink. They're small. They're like starter family Yeah. type houses. Um, starter homes, whatever they want to call those things. And when we got back here, our house is a ranch. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, 2,400 square foot, four bedroom ranch. Original, built in 1969, which is way older than the houses around us, except for the ranch behind us and then the farmer's house in the in the cul-de-sac, which are originals. But if you go back further, these houses are bigger and different than the ones in the front. Yeah, because um, they were probably built early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, we've had some interesting stories. I mean, it's a nice, quiet neighborhood. There's only mm-hmm. one way in and out, and it's clear on the other side of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we don't get a lot of traffic back here. Now, what, uh, for frame of reference, when I was coming up, uh, the street I lived on, across the street was my uncle and aunt and their kids. So I had cousins across the street. And then there were two old ladies that lived next to us. And then the, the high school at the time at the end of the street and the bus garage. So not a whole lot of people running around. Uh, the part of town I was in was not heavily populated. So when I left Suffolk to move here, it was kind of a cultural shock for me because there was always a lot more people around on the neighborhood just walking around, which is a little, you know, it was like, oh, okay. You're just not used to living in a developed neighborhood. Right, right. So one day when I'm coming home from work, it was just so odd. I was like, there's a naked baby running around in that yard. (laughs) We called that kid naked baby for a long time. We did. He was like, I, it couldn't he wasn't have been naked. He had old. a diaper on. No, the the one time, the first time I saw him, he was full blown, no diaper, <laughs> naked. I was like, naked babies running around the yard. Now every other time he's had a, ba- a diaper on, but <laughs> that first time, it was a big shock for me. I was like, there's just just a naked baby running around in the yard. And he's I didn't probably see like graduated from high school. By yeah, now. <laughs> by now he's absolutely graduated high school because you know this is 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Uh, oh. I was just like is going on in this neighborhood that was the start more fun stuff has happened since then i mean it's we don't have a crime rate really no it's just interesting one interesting thing and this is actually one of my very favorite things about living here Mm -hmm. um we're on the corner of a cul-de-sac and then the street that runs along the side of our house um is the last street in the neighborhood and it's nothing but woods behind it and then on the other side of the woods is like um it's not even a veterinary place and a boarding like they board dogs and then there's the hunt club farms which you know they do all kinds of 
It's they like used a vegetable to just stand. Do... It used to be just a little vegetable stand, but now it's like a full-blown thing. They yeah. have a petting zoo and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. In October, they do a haunted forest. Mm-hmm. And so we get all the sound effects from the haunted forest. We get the screaming and the chainsaws and the smoke billowing in out of the uh, the thing. And it really puts like this October, Halloween, fall mood in mm-hmm. the neighborhood for me. Even though we don't see it or anything, but we get the soundtrack of Halloween, which is kind of cool. It is nice. That, that part of it is nice. Um, and they used to have, and I think... I didn't see her this year, but there was usually some girl that would ride around on a horse mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Um, a headless horseman. A headless horseman, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't been around in a, a long time. Yeah. Because they do keep horses and stuff over there, too. But uh, every now and again, we'll get the odd animal that would show up in the neighborhood. Peacocks. One time, peacocks. Like, 12 <laughs> peacocks were all in the road, and a bunch of them jumped on your mom's van. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of cool. You know, every now and again. Wasn't there some... piglets or something? Yeah. What was Michael chasing in the... I think it was a piglet. <laughs> was it a pig? I can't remember. There was some animal Michael was chasing. Might have been a goat. Could have been a goat. I don't know. Sometimes they get loose. Yeah. Um, but we've had, um, we had... We did have a hostage situation. Yeah. So in the neighborhood one before day. I started working from home, one day uh, Mike left out to go to work before I did, and they had the road blocked off, the street blocked off, dozens and dozens of cops, cars blocking off the street, and uh, obviously they were they were blocking this house off, and apparently the inside the house, some guy decided he was going to hold up in his house, and he had a hostage, but it, they ended it, you know, they, no one got hurt, and the guy gave up, and I think. He, I don't even know if he did any real time over it. It was just one of those deals where he went a little, little nutty, and when they got him in there and got him calmed down, you know, he was all right, I guess. But Jesus, you know, it's just one of those things you see a real deal, full blown hostage situation. That happened. That was a long time ago. Where I grew up, too. Really? The street behind me. Mm -hmm. You have so many weird things like that happen. Like, seriously, like, she's telling me stories about, like, the one time that we had to evacuate a, a hotel, she's had to evacuate three hotels for fires. The fire alarm. Probably more than that. Say. Yeah. Because one or two have been with you. Yeah. One. One, and then I've had multiples. I feel like it's been more than just one mm. with you. Maybe uh, it's just hotel traumas we have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had tons of hotel issues, but... Um, Only one evacuating for a fire alarm. Remember the guy who put the big sign up that said, my wife does not run a brothel? (laughs) My wife does not run a brothel. She's not a whore. The sign said whore on it. (laughs) And it was up there for weeks. Wavy came by and, like, filmed it. (laughs) It was great. After that, like, every Halloween after that, he would put a scarecrow but there'd be two pumpkins as the scarecrow's ass, and it looked like the pump the scarecrow was mooning the neighbors the across, people the, across street. the street. Um, like that guy held a grudge. <laughs> but there's also a really cool lights Christmas light show in our neighborhood too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he even made the map. You yeah. know that map we follow. Oh, well, that's good. Um, it go deserves it. That guy's house is fantastic. Cool. Little house, little teeny house back in a at the end of the road back there. You'd never know it was there. Um, but boy, he does his whole house up in lights. It's really cool. Yeah. Behind us, there was a day, I think the cops were looking for somebody. 
and they were out in force with AKs or uh, just hunting this guy down, and then they left. So I was like, all right, well, I guess we're all right. They just left. <laughs> so that was a fun day. Um, we had someone in the cul-de-sac commit suicide or they murder? They said it was suicide. It was, it, it was oh, kind of ambiguous. Yeah, if it was, amb- you know. And I started this off by saying, we have such a nice nod. It is. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, all this kind of weird shit happened. I mean, I've so. been here 20-some years, so these... Over the course of the time I've been here, there's a handful of things. Let us know in the comments if anybody's been murdered in your neighborhood. <laughs> Give no, us some yeah. That you know about. That you know about. Uh, what else? There was, um, this is one of my favorites. When we were, uh, I was in the car with my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law and you, and we were heading out to go somewhere. And I was looking at this one house where I know this old lady lives. I was like, why are there a bunch of buzzards at the at the uh, at the in the chimney? And my mother-in-law stops the car. She's like, oh my god, I hope she's okay. And I said, yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe they smell something in the chimney. And she's like, should you go up? She, she said, should you, meaning me, go up to the house and and uh, see if she's all right? I was like, hell no, I ain't going up to the house to see if she's all right. Because there's no good ending to that. Either one, I go up and I find the dead body. Nope, that's not it. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to find the dead body. If I smell something weird, I'm calling the cops and I'm out. Or two, she's alive. I knock on the door. She answers the door. Sorry to bother you, man. There are some buzzards up at your house. We wanted to make sure you were still alive. Maybe she killed someone and tried to burn them in the fireplace. Then that's a third bad option. <laughs> because now Fat Boy's on, got on her trail. So she's going to have to murder Fat Boy right in front of her. <laughs> so there, there was no good outcome for me if I locked, knocked on that door. None. That's not going to happen. Your sister-in-law, your sister started laughing at the situation because there's no way, there's no good ending to that situation. Yeah. So she ended up being all right, just so you know. I, I mean, the good ending would have been if she was dying and you went in and saved her. Yeah, well. That would have been a good ending. Yeah, I'm not that we'll guy. we'll never know. <laughs> I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's not, well, maybe that is true because this morning when we were leaving... We have these Muscovy ducks um, that live in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they come up to the house frequently. They've come into our garage before. They're yeah. like friendly, and I'll not throw afraid feet of out people. For them. I'll throw feet out for them. Um, yeah, not at all afraid of people. And so we got in the car today. And we're backing out, and usually there were like two or three of them together. One Muscovy duck. Like, quickly walking through the yard to the driveway. And Kevin said, oh, it looks like he's got something hanging out of the side of his mouth, whatever. Continues to back up and drive away. And I was like, what if he's gotten caught up in some, like, fishing line? And he was running up to us for help. He saw us and he was like, oh, they can help me. And Kevin's like, eh, well, you know, whatever. He keeps driving. We didn't even get out of the neighborhood. I'm like, you need to turn around and go back because... That duck might have been coming to us for something that he needed help for. And Spoiler so, alert, he didn't need our help. We we came all the way back and he basically told us to screw off. But And he didn't have anything hanging out of his said, mouth. He said, duck off. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin, it took me to turn him around to check on the duck. 
He didn't care. We come home, find the ducks it's dead. It's not that I didn't care. It's just like, okay, it was a situation where it was like, all right, there ain't but so much I can do about it. I do what I can. And at that moment, what I could do was drive the hell on because there's not anything. Because if I walk up on the duck, he's going to walk away from me. What am I going to do, run? If he's really hurt and looking for help, he won't walk away from you. Okay. But if he starts walking away from me. What Which is he what do? he did. Right. And then, and then how did that hurt you in any way? All right. I would still be wondering what happened to the duck. Mm-hmm. I'd be thinking it was floating in the little lake or something over there. Here's a little story about my wife. That's one of the things I love. Are you, are you not gonna tell, you're not going to tell that story about the guys working on the side of the Oh, I am. I am. So we're driving along. We were going by where the courthouse is. There's a long stretch of road. Which they're building up houses and whatnot. And there's a, a long, nice little walkway. And along this walkway is a dog just trotting along and Kelly's like oh my god we we need to turn around and make sure that dog's okay so I'm like all right so we turn around and the dog's gone it's back in the neighborhood so dogs are great all right we've done our bit driving back and we're coming up on the cops uh in the work detail where they have people that are doing like 30 days the worst person (laughs) there's these group of five guys and one of them, swear to God, just falls in front of us. Just not in the street. He just falls down into the ground. And Kelly's like, that guy just, just fell out. I said, you want to stop? She no, nah, he's, he's got people there. Let's go move on. But he was right. I was true. I knew the guy was just tired and like. Heat stroked right there in front of him. But he had people there. There were guards, so it's all right. What am I going to do? They're They're prisoners. There you go. I get out of my car and approach one of them. I'm liable to get shot in the face. There you go. You're right. Because the cop's probably going to think I'm, I'm trying to help him escape. You did the right thing. But yeah, here you are, years <laughs> later, shaming me. I'm not shaming you. Why you got shame? Everybody's like, Why? I would have cared more about the well-being of the dog than the person. All right, leave a comment saying what would you do in both <laughs> situations. Would you try to find the dog? Would you pass the jailbird? If the bomb? guy was by himself. Yeah, and I mean, no one was around. around. I right. saw him DFO. I probably would have pulled over to help him, but there were plenty of people around him. Yeah, DFO is done. Fell out. <laughs> that guy done fell out. That's from your DFO. sister Jen. Yeah, that's my. That's official hospital jargon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, thanks. So that's our neighborhood. It's a nice little quirky neighborhood. Uh, kids come around it's for not even that quirky. It's just uh, Halloween and whatnot. Most of them are pretty decent. Mm-hmm. We still have kids that play in the yards. Like they play football in Bothers the yard. Bothers Kevin. Not so much. Kevin's going to be the old man who's yelling out, get out of my yard. The only time it really bothered me was when they would climb the tree. Well, when I the tree fell that be... time, we had Bradford pears, which, yeah. you know, the wind blows eight miles an hour and they fall over. Um and they were climbing in the fallen tree, yeah. and we did stop them. But when they crawl into this one too, I told them to get. I told oh, them yeah, because that's the a tree. new tree we just planted. Here. Yeah. But yeah, they don't really play in the yard much anymore. They don't do they it anymore. Well, they're kind all of grown now. It, yeah. <laughs> like we've kind of watched their little dramas out in the street. You know, kids playing, and then next thing you know, the boys and the girls. are That's another girl. That's another up. one we forgot when we were doing our nickname oh, people yeah. hula hoop girl. Hula hoop girl, the yeah. There's a girl who lives across the street from us. She's. Probably she's got to be grown by now. Yeah, out of high school by now. But when she was younger, she used to hula hoop. 
And she could freaking, and she'd go out at night and she'd have ones that lit up. Mm-hmm. And she could hula hoop her little ass. <laughs> yeah. I, we'd be mesmerized. Doing like, tricks and whatnot. Yeah. It was nice. Um, but... Yeah. So what do you got this week? Topics? Um, one of the things I thought was interesting this week, I, I had, I finally met my new boss, which the first time I was supposed to meet my new boss, I ended up calling out because of some stuff, but, uh, uh, so I finally got to meet her and we're talking. You're just making all kinds of great first impressions with her, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, well, I doubt she's watching the show. No, I, I doubt it either. Yeah. Continue. Anyway, <laughs> um, so she seems nice enough. She's, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be all right working together. But she's like listening to my calls. She did something I thought was interesting. Is a lot of times when you're talking to a supervisor and they're they're talking about your calls or whatever, they'll tell you talk about the stuff you're not doing great. She focused on what you are doing great, and then she'll say you might want to do this as it might help along, which I thought worked well and it actually did very well for me because one of the things she said I did well that if I did more of that it would bump my scores up and I did that and it actually did was. We, you know, basically talk about the product and how you use it. And because the call that she listened to that she said I did so great on was uh, I was talking to a customer about HBO Max. And I said, well, the HBO Max app from the Contour Box is my favorite of all the streaming apps. And it is. And I started talking about the stuff that's on there. And it was mostly because of Impractical Jokers. Really? Yeah. They yeah. bumped your score up in your job performance? Yeah. So Sweet. I got to thinking about, you know, the various streaming apps and i'm kind of curious and you know again i'm asking for a lot of comments but what is your favorite streaming system like a a, a, or service i should say because we've had netflix since netflix was started of course everybody does and then we've fairly recently got hulu which is all right um the content the hunting things down to hulu is not easy um I'm not a big fan of their layout. And they don't have a whole lot of stuff that I can't live without. HBO, because we get HBO for free, I like a lot. They have a lot of good content. Uh, They have all the HBO shows, plus they have a bunch of older shows, including, like I said, all the Impractical Jokers. They have a lot of, like, classic uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoons, like the old uh, Flintstones. They have the old uh, Scooby-Doo, the original Scooby-Doo cartoons. That's really cool. Uh, A bunch of DC Comics cartoons and stuff movies so that's good stuff that's a good streaming service to have um so but there's just a ton of them peacock is good peacock is free for the most part if you pay a little bit into it you don't get commercials but uh that's a good thing we're not sponsored by any of these no we're not (laughs) it just got me thinking there's all these streaming services and they're you know i think that's the that's obviously the 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 way things are done now and the progression of television technology you know it went from when i was a kid you had three channels and your kid was a remote control i was a remote control you know uh to now you've got tons and tons of channels but most part people are doing everything through streaming now they're not really watching a whole lot of live tv and you touched on this a little bit that you don't even watch the streaming stuff because you're so the pandemic killed television for me yeah, so that's kind of what and got now, me on this track. Now I'm just, I don't, I don't binge anything. I can't binge watch things. Um, I can binge watch things that don't need my attention. Like it can stay on all day. And, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know, I'm just not into television anymore. Yeah, I get that. 
like we could throw on. Uh, I get what you're saying because, like, if we put on the Impractical Jokers, like if they were doing a marathon on True, which they Every certainly day. are, uh, or if <laughs> we just put it on HBO Max and just had it run, she might glance up because there's a particular funny bit that she loves. But the next funny bit, she's just back into doing whatever she was doing beforehand. She doesn't have to pay because it's not story related. You know? Yeah, and I used to love good story related stuff. Not anymore. I just can't get into it anymore. Yeah. Um, speaking of Impractical Jokers, they came back for their final season eight, mm-hmm. season nine. Anyway, the first episode without Joe. First episode Did we talk about that last week? We talked about we it a little bit. but. Um, yeah, so, well, I know you probably don't know this, but the new supervisor you have, mm-hmm. does she has she always been in, like, how long has she been with the company? Any idea? Uh, I don't know how long she's been with the company. She did give me a little bit of her history. Has like, she, she ever been in education? Cat. No, she probably has not. It's always good when you're starting an evaluation or a review or whatever to start with positive things first. Mm-hmm. And then slip into things that need work on, mm-hmm. and then finish with the positive things. It's called sandwiching. Well, Don did that a mm. little bit, but I mean, they've probably all been trained to do that. Yeah. Well. But well, it was good for her to say, "I really liked how you did this. You should do that on all your calls, and your mm-hmm. what you call it will increase." And then you, it did. Yeah. Whereas just straight saying, "This is what I heard you do," right? You know, it seems like she's at least interested in you getting your your scores yeah. up which is well good. like i said I, I i'm i'm really i'm really liking her style That's and good. the the team vibe is different than it was with phil uh it's a little closer to what i had with don mm. and that team vibe that team vibe seemed a little tighter knit than the That's phil's good. team that's good. See, which everything happens. I associated easy. that with the pandemic because most of the people I, I mean i've been working from home for what like 10 years now right longer than that yeah but most of the people that I've worked with are working in the office. Well, now we're all working from home. So my thought was with Phil's team that they weren't a tight-knit team just because they weren't together, you know. But this team seems like they're they're in the chat and she's in the chat. They're, they're talking about whatever, not just work stuff. Yes, baby girl. It's okay. Mom and dad must be coming home. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have a question for you. Oh, she's got a question. We went out today, you made a comment about when you went in to buy the coffee and they kind of strong-armed you a little bit into tipping. Yeah. So there's this article from the New York Post about um, guilt tipping. Mm. Pressure to tip everywhere. And just glancing through it, this sticks out in my mind. I was somewhere spending $23 on just coffee and pastries and the suggested tip was another $8. And I simply said, no way. So they're saying now that most people, when you pay, like at even at restaurants, a lot of times you're paying by tablet, they give you that um, That's what happened suggested here. tip. Both of them had the same thing. They, that you had a screen and it was like a tablet. The one at the coffee shop was a full-blown tablet. Right. And then the other one had a smaller, but it was still like a tablet. Right. And you put your card on it to pay, and then it would pop up with a screen that would say, you know, X percent with how much money it was, X, and then higher. Yes. And then it would say no tip, and it just seemed like the no tip was just a little bit smaller. Well, of course they want tips. Yeah. So here's my question. I notice when I see those things that the suggested tips are like 
So, do you custom tip? Who do you tip? Okay, first, this is another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to Starbucks a lot. Sometimes we tip, sometimes we don't tip. Um, we got scolded by Starbucks recently for placing an order through their mobile and showing up to the store too fast to pick it up. They didn't get a tip. But... <laughs> Then the second, like, then I, like, now I'm, like, anxious. So I order at school before I leave. It literally takes me two minutes to get this at Starbucks, but it's an eight-minute window. I'm literally driving there, sitting in their parking lot. I mean, it would be just more. It would behoove me more just to order through the thing, but I earn point. Anyway, whatever. That's beside the point. Places like Chick-fil-A, you place your order, they don't even think about making your drink until you show up. And then if something happens on your way to Chick-fil-A and you can't get there, you just cancel the order. Starbucks needs to do that with their app. But that's beside the point. We were talking about tipping. Mm-hmm. When you order pizza, you tip your driver. Usually about two bucks. That's okay, so the they, standard two bucks. They extra. charge you a delivery a fee. delivery fee, and then you tip your driver. So when you order, and, and just a little side thing, I try to do cash because the government shouldn't get any bit of anybody's tips. So you do cash, and they they he have couldn't no do it. <laughs> he physically can't get through a conversation. <laughs> He has been on my nerves so much this week. Like, even I was like, God, I'm being a total bitch to you right now, but you are so annoying me. <laughs> it, it even happened in the car. He can't help himself, people. I really can't. Anyway, anyway. Who, who all do you tip? Like, do you... Obviously, sit-down waitresses, when you're in a place and you sit down, you sit down, you certainly tip. So if you order takeout, like you go to Outback and you're ordering takeout, you're just going in picking it up, do you tip? See, I would think no, because you don't tip the guy at McDonald's, and that's essentially what they're doing. They are are doing the exact same thing as the McDonald's guy, but so is the guy at Starbucks. The guy at Starbucks is doing the exact same thing that the guy at McDonald's is doing. So, yeah, I mean... That, Especially if they're making, like, a normal wage. Not The waitresses make, like, three bucks an hour. So, yeah. ridiculous thing. And their income is all coming from their tips. Yeah. So, that I... I mean, I don't think that's right either. But, do the kitchen... See, I don't, I just don't know. Do the kitchen staff... Kitchen make staff the same food. kind of money that waitresses make? No, they make regular wages. They make wages. Okay. So do you tip them? I, I just don't know. At a sit-down you restaurant, You feel like yes. an asshole if you don't. Well, in the case today, I tipped um, because they did have the screen, and they, they, they there is that little bit of pressure. You know, you got a line of people watching you. Do you hit no tip, and you look like an asshole in front of a line full of people? So you just tip. Now, I did the minimum. You guilt. You got guilt tipped. I got guilt tipped. Now, I will say that the coffee shop had, you know, it, it, in percentages, and they started with 15%. The thing at the coffee shop was it was like 15% the, 
you know, okay. And then it, it literally said, okay, under the 15%. And then, you know, under the uh, 20%, it was like, okay, well, like, you know, and then when it got up to the 20, like 5%, it was like, wow. You know, it wrote little expressions under each of the percentages. But did it give you an option for a custom tip? Like if you just wanted to leave a couple of dollars? Uh, I guess it did. I didn't pay that close of attention. I, that's the other thing. If you want to do a custom tip, that's going to take time. And again, you're standing in front of a line full of people that are judging you. Even when we order Chinese food, they give the little tip option. Mm-hmm. And I, I always go with the 20% just because... And that's why the girl never waits for a tip when I'm here. Like right, because I pay ahead of time. Yeah. I pay her ahead of time. But, yeah. Here's another question I have about tipping. So I know you go to a hair salon and you get your hair cut and you tip your, your stylist. Mm-hmm. But what if your stylist is, like, running their own business? Do you still tip them if it's their business? I would say yes just because of protocol. I mean, I do. My hairstylist runs her own right of her home yeah but i would say as a matter of protocol because you're figuring that this is their price this is their their overhead plus profit and that gives them just their bare minimum overhead plus profit the little extra you give them is your special thanks for taking care of me in a special way that you didn't have to you went above and beyond so for your hairstylist this is somebody that you have kind of a relationship with um, you throw a little extra buckets their way. Right. So, and that makes sense to me anyway. But again, it's different than when they've got a machine there just throwing that out there. Do you want to tip? This is what you should tip. You know, so there is a, there is a, a little bit of guilt tipping there involved. But yeah, um, it's hard to say. Like, again, when you go back to the idea of you don't tip the guy at McDonald's, what that what that guy standing in front of you at McDonald's is doing is just ringing up, handing. Well, yeah, and that's food. what this is. This woman said, "I don't tip people who are just doing their jobs by doing counter work. Like in a bakery, if they're just giving me a loaf of bread, I'm not going to tip them for that. Yeah. I never tip people who are counter people that just bring me something I can get myself. I these are not my words as yeah. I'm reading this. Now, a lot of places will have a tip jar, and I would assume if it's a tip jar." That is split up between everybody. That's that's my assumption. Well, I know on Starbucks, even if you tip on the app, that all goes into a... Um, like a jar. Yeah. I mean, they split those tips. Okay. So that kind of makes sense, I guess. So you yeah. end up paying somebody uh, to do work for you that had nothing to do with your item. But yeah. But these, it is what it is. these tipping suggestions is of 20, 30, 35%. I mean, what is, I know 15 is your standard. Mm -hmm. If I ever tipped only 10%, I'd feel like a heel. Yeah. Like 10% just is not, to me, it's below standard. Yeah. 15 feels about right. 20 is what I usually do. Yeah. Unless it's really just. Stupid expensive. Not stupid expensive, but just the service wasn't great. If the service isn't great, I generally stick to a 15% tip. I know the biggest tip we ever laid out was at Ruth's Chris. And that guy, oh, yeah, but that was an expensive meal. The other thing is you have to be careful at restaurants that they aren't figuring out their tip based on the price after taxes. Yeah. Because sometimes they'll do that. You know, like instead of just 
if I order a $10 meal, then I should pay a tip on a $10 meal, not the 25% tax or whatever I'm going to get on top of it. Huh? What? A couple birds were fighting in the tree birds. right there. They're birds in the tree. It's spring. Uh, they're probably doing something. <laughs> they're probably not fighting. Anyway, tip everybody. I don't know. Do you tip Uber, dri Uber drivers? Uh, I don't think I've never I got used Uber. I don't know. When I was an Uber driver for that day, I didn't get any extra tip. They tip you through the app or anything like that? You just They just don't get so. a, You don't get a tip. Yeah. I think you can know tip you through do, the app. But... You can tip like taxi drivers, though. Yeah. Well, usually people like keep the change. They hand them a couple bucks. Mm -hmm. And then instead of them figuring out chisel change, they just say keep the change. And the I haven't heard that in a that. while. That that expression of yours is almost dying away because we don't use cash anymore. Yeah. Chisel no change. Ever, yeah, chisel change. No one ever... <laughs> Uh, you know, coinage is not a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. They have signs all over the place now that there's a coin shortage. Please use exact change or, or card. So. And it's awfully hard to teach kids coins. They don't get it. Yeah. Take it from someone who knows. All right. Well, I don't have anything else this week, Kevin. We're at 42 minutes almost. All right. So. Well, let's, let's do, we'll skip this and we'll do some pedicles. I don't know. We'll we figure it out. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. We're going to do Would You Rather. Would You Rather. So I have some Would You Rather questions. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? The 10 minutes would be much more handy, I think, as, as a daily. Because if you see 100 some odd years in the future, you're, you're going to see, inevitably, you're going to see some shit you like and mostly shit you don't like. So then you're like working the rest of your life to prevent the shit from happening 150 years from now and you're going to fail. You're definitely going to fail. But 10 minutes from now, that's handy. You can sit there and look at like stock prices or see who's going to win the race at a, at a racetrack and then bet. You know, that that's handy. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that way. I was thinking like in my everyday life, do I want to look 10 minutes into the future of this kid throwing a temper tantrum in my classroom and then knowing, God, I I'm going to have well, to deal with that. Then in 10 you can minutes. prevent it, though. Oh, yeah? Can I? Can I? Well, you can't, but. <laughs> well, just because she's got Nothing she's got I do the prevents kids. the temper tantrum, so. Yeah. I can't. But if you're looking 150 years in the future, first of all, you're definitely already dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And so like, is everybody you know and love. Yeah. So, yeah. like, even your. I your, guess the 10 minutes, if I got to choose when I saw 10 minutes into the future. Yeah. Like, do you get the choice of when you, you get that, or do you just always know 10 minutes ahead what's coming? I would say you, you get to pick and choose when okay. it happens. If you could pick and choose when you want to see 10, then I would do that. Yeah. And then you go you to the track. you could rake it in at the track. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That would Vegas, be so Vegas. awesome. Vegas! <laughs> Vegas! Oh, yeah. And then my luck, we'd head to Vegas, and the plane would crash on the way there, and we'd be yeah. like, why didn't I pick that? When I got on that plane to see 10 minutes. Of well, I mean, what are you going to do? You get on the plane and you got 10 minutes and your first 10 minutes of your flight are great. Oh, you but that's 15 minute mark. <laughs> that's right. You're like, okay, everything's good. 10 minutes of the plane. But if you're on the 15. plane and you're like, let me check 10 minutes ahead. <laughs> Fuck, we're heading down. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. That would suck. Yeah. So, I mean, there are downsides to the 10 minutes. I mean, minutes you'd ahead, have so. to have really good control over it. Like, it wouldn't just be... I wonder what's going to happen in 10 minutes. And then suddenly you can see it. Like, you'd have to be able to turn it on and off. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd have to have some kind of chant you have to go through or something to actually be able to see it. 
to activate. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Ooh. See, the reading minds, if you're nefarious, that is a, a great way. Yes, but you're not nefarious. Yeah, I'm not nefarious. I'd probably want to do t telekinesis. And for a lazy person like me, telekinesis is yeah. better. Yeah. I think you'd be more helpful. I don't want to know what people to, really think. I, I think you'd be more helpful to people around you with telekinesis. You know, but. What if you could have telekinesis and I could have telepathy together? We could rule the world. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the ability to move things. I'd work on my legs. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I say as I sit here in pain. Um. Would you rather team up with Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? This is mm. definitely a you question because I have no clue. Ah, uh, goddamn. Same basic power set, really. They're at the same level power-wise. I would think uh, Wonder Woman would be more interesting to talk to because she's got ages and ages of more uh, history and, um, you know, she'd just be more... She's a more interesting character than Carol Danvers. She's just like a normal person with superpowers. Yeah. You would think I would know all about this stuff. <laughs> I've been married to a comic nerd, a savant. I, I comic honestly savant don't throw it down your throat, though. For 15 years, you would think I would have. You a would absorb. Bit. At least bit. I knew Captain Marvel was a female. Yeah. I did know that. She wasn't always a female. Did you yeah. make a decision though? Which one? Wonder Woman. Okay. I think she, to talk to, she'd be a much more interesting person. I think. Because say it's not a W. Yeah. <laughs> she would say it's a W. So. Mm. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? I would think that, you know, not getting gang raped in the prison would be worth the coma. So I'll say. I just finished reading this book called Sometimes I Lie. Mm -hmm. And the story is it's a mystery story. But it's told from this, from a woman, but like she's in a coma. She's completely pretty much aware mm -hmm. of herself being, she doesn't know what happened to her. Mm -hmm. um, but she has thought, she knows people are in the room with her. She can hear what they're saying, but she's not in control of like coming and going in and out of consciousness or whatever. Um, but you're, she's com completely feels trapped. Ten years of that would be. Like, but because she's aware, I think most folks in comas you, way wake up and they're like, know? I think I don't. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine that most folks in comas are not aware. It was your body's lost all its muscle mass, and you do wake up. You can't do shit. Prison rape. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Shitty food, getting shanked. You know, you say the wrong thing and you're shanked. Um, so you're picking a coma, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'd probably pick that, too. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not even asking you that question. Because <laughs> uh -huh. I already know the answer. Okay. Would you rather have... Well, I'll ask it anyway. Yeah, you might as well now. Would you ha rather have another 10 years with your partner or a one-night stand with your celebrity crush? I would much rather have another I mean, 10 years on. with you. Is that Absolutely. a legit question? If that's a legit question that somebody would 
like try to like even for fun formulate an answer to you have no business being a partner of anybody you know what i'm saying like oh my gosh um (laughs) oh wow let's see wow some of these are interesting would you rather lose your sight or your memories Ooh. I'd rather lose my sight. I've lost half my sight, so I'm kind of <laughs> halfway there. So I, I, I yeah. I, I wouldn't would. want to not remember people yeah. that I love. That would suck. Again, to me, that seems like an easy choice. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? Uh, you know, respect doesn't feed you. True that. I mean, respect is nice. And it's great on a gravestone, but it is shit when you're trying to, you know, hash out a living. I know that sucks. <laughs> that is a suck reality of life, but it, it is a reality of life. I'm sorry. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Hmm. Uh, I mean, my job requires the, the internet, so I'd have to get up the heating and air. I could, I, and I've spent the mo- better part of my life, well, not the better part of my life, but most of my growing up years, we didn't have, like, manufactured heat and air. We had a fire, wood stove, and uh, windows that we would open up. So, I could, I, I mean, I can deal with none of the, the, none of that, so. See, I feel like I've spent a better portion of my life without internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really have internet until I was in college. Yeah, me too. So, I was I was working at Cox before I had internet in my I house. I think I would rather live without internet. Mm-hmm. There you go. I don't want to live in a world without air conditioning. <laughs> um, I can throw a fan in that window right there, and it's not the cool same. <laughs> it's not the same. You put fans in rooms like that, you're just you're just. It isn't even about the heat; it's about the humidity. Yeah. You're just pushing around all that humid air. It sucks. Would you rather buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping or always forget the one thing you need when you go to the store? Isn't that how it is anyway? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I mean, you're doing that anyway now. You're doing both <laughs> things now. I mean, I'll go to the store and I try to have like a list of the things that I got to need, but inevitably my mother-in-law is going to add stuff to the list. And inevitably one of the four things she's added to my list I'm not going to remember. It's just that's how it's going to happen. But I will have shit that wasn't on the list that's going to be in the cart. Anytime I go to the store, that's going to happen. So that's that's kind of a bullshit question because I got both. Mm. As Joe Gatto says, I live a world of hands, hands and not oars. Hands and not oars. Um, two more. Okay. Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? Uh... I've never been really a night person, you know. I mean, I'll go out at night, and uh, particularly when I was younger, I'd go out at night with my friends, uh, Richard and Little Tom. A lot of times we would be out and about, but not all the time. We'd just go every now and again. We'd be at bars or whatever, mostly around Halloween. Uh, but for the most part, I've always been a day person, so I'd have to be the day person. So. Yeah, me too. Like I, if there if there's uh, one of the things I always worry about, and you you know this, one of the things that it, 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 it 
it, it weighs heavily on me and I worry about is during shift bid that I'm going to get stuck on an overnight. It never Which, happens. And it never happens, and you always say that, but there's, you know, <laughs> it could happen. I'm stuck on an overnight shift, and I don't think I can deal with that. So. I agree. I'd rather not go out at night mm -hmm. if I had to choose. Um, but some of these questions are, like, just to pick one more. Let's see. Um... <laughs> Okay, hold on. Where's the one I saw that I wanted to read to you? I'll entertain with a little Shay Shay. <laughs> Where did it go? I don't know. Would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't... Dancing. <laughs> I can't do dancing. You'd rather singing. sing along. Yeah. Yeah, because... I'll tell you a story. When I was... Um, uh, just turned 21. My uh, the biggest people that celebrated that was my brother and my cousins, or my brothers and my cousin, because now they had a designated driver because I wasn't drinking. And uh, we would go to this bar out in Suffolk uh, on uh, Main Street called uh, uh, Partners. And one time this chick decides she you know sees me. Standing at the bar, I'm never drinking. I'm only drinking soda or water, and I'm never dancing or doing anything. I'm just there to drive. She pulls me out to do a fucking line dance, and I, no lie, knocked down eight people like dominoes. Just <laughs> down. Is that where home. it comes from? Oh yeah. <laughs> and eight people are down, and I just waddle my fat ass back to the bar. I'm like, nope, not doing this again. Every time I've tried to dance, people have gotten hurt. That's not true. The one time is when I was dancing with you my were mom traumatized. at the wedding. But, like, we've told the story about how I was dancing with the, the uh, girl, the Down Syndrome girl. Nobody got hurt. That was entertaining. Yeah, my pants dropped down. It's a miracle my whole ass wasn't out in the air. Just freaking hanging out with the... That would have looked horrible. It's just a bad idea for me to be dancing. I'd rather sing. Now, the few times I've done karaoke singing, especially when I'm drinking, I am not half bad. I can kill some damn spirit. His moves guy. aren't bad either. I saw him and, on the uh, mic stand one time. <laughs> uh, some Bobby Darren I sang. It was really good. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. PJ said that they're bringing down a karaoke machine. Oh, oh I'm, I'm kind of down for that. I'm definitely going to have to start smoking something. <laughs> um... All right, one more. One more. Would you rather find a rat in your kitchen or nope. a roach in your bed? Uh, probably the rat in the kitchen because... <laughs> really? Here's why. The roach in the bed, there's... Unless I get that roach, there's no way I'm sleeping in that bed that night. That's exactly And that's because right. of you. Not because of me. Because of you. No, I, that's true. I'd have to strip the bed. I'd have to flip the mattresses. There's no way that bed's getting slept on until that roach is found. Mouse in the kitchen? Oh, well, shit, we're going to have to lay some traps. Not a Maybe mouse, a, a rat. Either way, I'm just laying traps and walking away from it. Sooner or later, the rat gets caught or we're calling somebody. I'm not responsible for trying to track that rat down and killing it. Okay. Worst comes to worst, we ship Mike to uh, Atlanta for a couple weeks and we get a cat. That's it. <laughs> but, okay. but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. 
we find a rat in the kitchen, mm-hmm. my ass is not staying in this house. Because God that rat it. can go anywhere. We find a roach in the bed, and we can't find it. I'll just sleep in another room. Yeah, but still, I'd have to hunt through. The rat is going to be easier to find than the roach. Yeah, and either way, the rat also if can I can't find, find its way into the hallway, into the living room. I, but I can call somebody whose job it is to find a rat. With a roach as well. So I'd rather find a roach in the bed. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, leave a comment. I mean, I'm assuming that we catch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even if we don't catch it, I, there's another bedroom. Yeah. And I'd feel relatively secure that it's not just going to follow me into the other room. I mean, I guess it could. She's saying this, and I'm telling you, look in my eyes here, I'm telling you, that's bullshit. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not no like we find way. roaches. We get water bugs every now and then. Yeah. That's different than a roach. And they're always in the bathroom, and she won't go back into that bathroom unless I confirm. confirm it has to be dead before dead. you flush it. Yes. But it, I, he confirms it, but I don't know if his confirming is accurate or he's just trying to... Um, like, I would lie to you. Like, I suck at lying. That you kind of know. thing you would you'd be like, yeah, baby, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. Because I'm so good at lying. I'm just saying. I know you think that you'd be badass with the roach and the video. Oh, I'm not I can saying I'd be badass. No. If I had to choose between the two, I'd rather have the situation with the roach than a situation with a rat. I think in both situations, she's she, one of the one of the top tier things that we do in that situation. In the top three, one of them is burning the house down. That's <laughs> one of the things. That's one of the options. Well, we could just burn the house down and, and move away. <laughs> Well, luckily, we have people who come and spray for things, and we don't have those problems. But I'm just telling you, if I had to choose between dealing with a rogue roach and a rogue rat, I'll, I would prefer you deal with the rogue roach. Yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> While I wait patiently somewhere else. Either way, neither one's a great situation. One of the situation. benefits of being married. And it Kevin. sucks to me for me more than anybody it's else one of those, It's one of those moments where I say to Kevin, oh, my God, there's a big spider or whatever. And I know that he has to act all brave and go in there like some kind of, I'm going to go take care of it. But he moans and complains about it so much that I really think that he's just as afraid of them as I am. I'm not afraid of them. It's just they're a pain in the ass. Because, <laughs> you know, much like Spider-Man, they move way faster than I do. <laughs> Relative to their size. I remember one time I, I went down to Hatteras. This is when they had the camper in Hatteras. And Darlene was drinking with her friend Debbie, Debbie O'Mine. You haven't met Debbie. But uh, they, as soon as I showed up, got out of the car, they're screaming. There was some sort of water bug in the house, and they were screaming for me to kill it. Those are the worst. So I come in the camper. I had just gotten there, and I see the thing, and I go, and I stomp on it. Just full weight, boom, stepped on it. I moved my foot, and it moved around. (laughs) It scurried away a little bit. It had happened to be in a crack between the two sections. Well, they about shit themselves, screaming even more, which they're like, oh my God, this thing just got stomped on and it survived. <laughs> so. When I taught in a portable, we used to get them all the time. And I was teaching third grade. <laughs> there was one in the room and I, around a group of kids, I have to remain calm. You know, yeah. I can't be the scaredy cat that I am at home. 
even though I really am on the inside, I'm really good at projecting something different. It's like mm -hmm. I said to you, oh, I get to go to work and be all act all happy that I'm there <laughs> and chipper and smile on my face all day like nothing's bothering me. I'm good at that. So um, anyway, this water bug was on the floor and I, oh God. So one of the boys, oh, we can get it, the boys. Oh, we'll get it, we'll get it. I'm like, all right. And they went to hit it and it started flying. And you have never seen a room full of kids duck under desks and scream faster. <laughs> like, they didn't realize they could fly. This particular piece of shit water bug or whatever the hell it was. It was Probably so funny that I forgot that we were supposed to be afraid of it. <laughs> but we used to get wasps in there all the time. Yeah. And, oh, thank God, like, being in the building, knock on wood, we haven't had those problems. But... Occasionally, there will be a water bug in the building as well. Um, it's got to suck for Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy doesn't... I don't. I doubt Jimmy worries about that. Hmm. He's not chasing after running water bugs. He's chasing after running children. I wonder if Troy's got to do that. Like, if somebody calls to say, hey, there's this bug running around, he's got to deal with it. I mean, we always call custodial services. Uh, I guess so. Not security. It's not like they're gonna. The water bug's gonna hold you up or something. They're gonna slap the cuffs on. <laughs> they're gonna shank you. <laughs> what are you doing, baby girl? All right. So this week, like I said, we've got we've got some time yeah, off. We've got and time off together, it. and uh, we're gonna do try to do some little adventure. We're gonna get out and about, load up the car, and go places. And uh, you my know, adventure this morning was just getting up. And getting dressed, you know, and being out of the house before 9 o'clock. Yeah, but it was nice. As much as we complained about the coffee shop, it was nice to get out. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, we did have a nice, delicious donut. Oh, my God. While we looked out over the Chesapeake Bay, so it was kind of nice. Yeah, we were watching a, a shipping container ship. Yeah, nice, cargo nice ship. beautiful, majestic cargo ship. <laughs> yeah. But still, I mean, and then nice. we googled what the difference between nautical miles and regular miles, and how fast cargo ships travel, and About what that is in miles hour. per hour. So, can you imagine driving to China at 22 20, miles 22, an hour? 22, 23 miles per hour. Oh, God. That's it. No wonder that stuff. And then it, it, you, you, I, you get to thinking about it. Like those guys on that ship right now, they can see the shoreline. That's all well and good, but in a couple of hours. They're, like right now, the ship we were looking at, they look outside their windows now, or they look out over the over the rail. There's I mean, that's nothing. true of any cruise ship, any naval ship, any, any nothing. Ship. There's nothing but water. So if shit goes down, you're super fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Saturday. Bye, everybody.